The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. The West is going to its own destruction. The Western world is destroying itself. I think most people realize that. It's like the blind leading the blind. The problem is, is how are they so blind? They're blinded by the darkness of their hatred of Christianity. They are in darkness. They hate the God of the Bible. And they hate Christianity. So they're going to hate Jews and Christians, of course. They don't like the Western world because the Western world is based on biblical values. Therefore, their hatred is really against God overall, but it's their hatred of Christianity that is destroying the Western world. But our own people in the Western world are going to their own destruction. Our own globalists are going to their own destruction. Why? Because they side with the people who hate Christians. Because they too hate Christians. Now there's some who vote for the Democrat Party who do not understand that the Democrat Party is all about opposing Christian values and it's all about hating Christianity as a whole. Yet they will say they're a Christian and they vote for that party. They clearly don't know who they're voting for. Or they do know who they're voting for, and they lie when they say they're Christian. It's one or the other. Uh, Sometimes I think it truly is ignorance. There really are people. I used to not be able to comprehend how you could be that ignorant. Be someone who's going to church following Christ and be that ignorant to vote for the Democrat Party. I look at that a lot of times as fruits, and so I always doubt Someone who's a Christian, and yet they they say they vote for the Democrat Party. That always makes me doubt their Christianity. I don't. I'm not. I can't determine whether they're actually a Christian or not. But we're supposed to look at other Christians' fruits to see if they're showing signs of what they say they are. And to vote for the Democrat Party is to vote for anything that is and everything that is anti-Christian. You're voting for people who hate me as a Christian. And if you're a Christian, you're voting for people who hate you and put in legislation and laws to oppose everything that's in the Bible. Almost all of the things that they're for are direct attacks against what God says in the Bible. Even simple stuff, of course, abortion, but simple stuff like having a global government. God divided the nations. Population control. God said, go forth and multiply the earth. Man, God says, has dominion over animals, yet these people are animal rights wackos. You can go through all their issues, and if you name one of their issues, I can point to where it goes against what God says in the Bible. So how can you be a Christian and vote for the Democrat Party. 
That's beyond me. That's kind of a side note. I wasn't planning on going into that. It's just, it blows my mind because the Democrat Party is full of blind people. Hopefully, most of them are ignorant. And the ones who are not blind have an evil agenda. And the blind people are following the evil agenda. But if it's not an evil agenda, it's still the blind following blind people who have no truth. So the war room, Steve Bannon, he asked Captain Sean Parnell if everything we've done, and especially our veterans in the Middle East, you know, are we in a better place today than we were before? It's an interesting question. And it fits in with having the blind lead the blind. We're doing all this stuff, but we have these people with these ulterior motives. And all that's happened in the Middle East, just so you know, is Islam has been strengthened and Christians, safe havens for Christians, are practically all gone. Because of George W. Bush, Iraq doesn't have a sector of Christianity anymore. They're gone. In the Middle East, ISIS wiped out a whole bunch of Christians as well. But in the Middle East, we supported and, well, we supported terrorists when we supported ISIS. But we removed Saddam Hussein, who's a dictator. But Saddam Hussein allowed freedom of religion. He allowed Christians to practice. It made the Middle East a thousand times worse for Christians. The same thing has happened in places like Syria and, well, I'm not going to go deep. I want to get to the, the clip. So anyways, the point is, is it's an interesting question in and of itself to someone who served over there, how they feel about today. And are we in a better place? Take a listen. Sean Parnell, Captain Sean Parnell, 10th Mountain. You've been over there. Your, your book was amazing as a young officer. Uh, is it, it, are we in a better place now, given all the sacrifice, you and your men, all the dead, all the casualties, all the sacrifice, all the broken families? Are we in a better place now because, because of your, the sacrifice and the courage and valor of your troops? No, no. I, in fact, let me just say, first of all, it's great to be back on the war room. But second of all, watching all these guests, uh, I'm get, I'm so fired up because the only politician in my lifetime, and I mean this, that has honored his commitment to the troops has been Donald Trump. I mean, Democrat, Republican leading up to these wars. These are the people that thought it was a great idea to depose autocrats all throughout the Middle East, which create, we went into Iraq, 20 years of failure in Iraq and Afghanistan. And again, I served in Afghanistan for 485 days, 16 months of heavy combat, hundreds of direct fire engagements, thousands of indirect fire engagements, 30 of my friends lost to the global war on terror. And what do we have to show for 20 years of war in, in Iraq and Afghanistan? I mean, honestly, trillions of dollars in debt, thousands, tens of thousands of Americans wounded, hundreds of thousands uh, of Americans suffering with the invisible wounds of war, thousands of Americans dead, millions of Afghans and, and Iraqis dead. Uh, we created a vacuum in Iraq, which empowered one of our greatest foes in the region, Iran. Republicans and Democrats both did this, Steve. Both. And I mean, obviously, the animated corpse that is Joe Biden in the White House obviously makes the situation 100 times worse. But what does it say about the soul of a country that is going after the one man in my entire life? Again, 20 years of war in Afghanistan. I'm 42 years old. So over half my life, all of I've known my professional career is known war in Afghanistan. Right. We're going after the one guy 
that pursued peace? I mean, think about that ridiculous question that Caitlin Collins asked President Trump during that CNN town hall. Like, do you want Russia or Ukraine to win this war? Obviously an unfair question because it's they're just clearly trying to pave the way for a third Russia collusion hoax. But President Trump rejected the premise of the question wholesale is I want people to stop dying. And that is how I measure leaders in today's day and age is how hard they pursue peace. Because I find. Yeah, that, that is is so true. And I, I'm, I'm thinking back, and I'm thinking of, there's probably veterans of a war somewhere where they've served in the Middle East. And I, I don't know how they cope with it if they've gotten severely injured and they're disabled. And now you're looking at it and saying, why? Why am I disabled? Now, I do think you were fighting for your country, and I don't want you to go into depression. And we did push back terror cells. The thing is, is we could have went in and actually truly wiped them out, but they wanted endless wars for money. And so you have to think, these politicians, they didn't want America to actually win and wipe the all the terror cells out. They didn't really want that. And they tried to do all this nation building crap and all of their political games. While soldiers are going to have to live with the consequences of knowing their friend died. Even if you make it out unscathed, no injury whatsoever, but you know, people who have been, and that can mentally weigh on you. And if you know you've done it because you've saved people back at home and you've saved your family and you've saved America so it can go forward so that your children can live in an America that you were able to grow up in. And you're looking at it now and saying they messed things up so much for their political games. They made it worse for my kid to grow up in America, worse that they probably won't have an America the, the way I grew up in. And they made the Middle East worse. Now, our soldiers didn't. Their political agenda did. And this is the problem. And what we said when we go in, you cannot go in to, to war without wanting to actually win the war. The military's job is to win wars, and that should be it. You go in, and you hammer hard, and if the enemy starts to get on the run and you're weakening them, you hammer hammer them harder. And if they're getting even weaker, you hammer them harder until it's complete surrender. And you fully conquer them. Then you've won the war. We had we could have done that. We purposefully did not do that. And if you doubt that we could have done that, my goodness, Donald Trump got in and wiped out ISIS within a few months. And he didn't even do extravagant things. He basically just took a lot of the handcuffs off of our military that Obama had stuck on our military. Like Obama had, you can't, you have to abort a bombing run of ISIS if there's any civilians in the area. I always love that one. ISIS members are civilians. So Obama put in an order 
that if there's any ISIS members in the area of your bombing run, you can't bomb it. Like a plane knows whether that is a civilian or an ISIS member anyways, let alone even if you're on the ground. They don't wear uniforms. They don't have, I'm an ISIS uniform, and they're all marching in unison as, as a military. They're a terrorist group. They are civilians. I used to, I hated that he would get away with that. And even conservatives would report on it and never point that out. That's not even an order. He's not ordering you can't kill civilians. He ordered you can't kill ISIS. That was a direct order that you couldn't kill ISIS. You want to know why ISIS was hanging around so much during the Obama administration? That's why. Obama actually put in orders that we couldn't kill them. So don't tell me we didn't purposely drag it out. The reason why they wanted that dragged out is ISIS was supposed to overthrow Assad in Obama's mind and in the Democrats' mind and, and the globalists and Republicans that are like to do regime changes in their mind. They were arming ISIS and other terrorist members to get rid of Assad. That's, that was their plan. We as Americans, if we knew that was their plan, of course, we won't be behind any of this stuff. We don't want to interfere in other countries. The average American doesn't want to play these games. For them, it's fun in games and they get rich while doing it. And it's a power thing and they feel powerful that they changed out a regime and they did it behind the scenes and they go to their dinner parties with the people that know what they did and they, they laugh it up. And then they go to some, uh, on Veterans Day, they come back and act like they're so devastated about what they did, having our veterans injured for their, or killed for their fun in games. They have no conscience. They don't care. They're politicians. They're just doing a political thing. They don't care about the veterans at all. The only president I can say I know cared about the veterans was Donald Trump. You know what the biggest proof is? Donald Trump was constantly trying to end these wars and bring our tr troops home as fast as possible. That's what he wanted to do. He didn't want them over there fighting. He didn't want them dying. So he's the one who cares. None of the other politicians care if they die. In fact, they're willing to send us out whoever in America. They might even draft you and throw you into Ukraine if they could. And if you die, so what? They're elite, and you're not. That's the way they view it. Let me go to another clip of uh, Captain Sean Parnell. Take a listen. Uh, this is where he uh, actually warns that military leaders are really actually saying they're going to need a draft, which is horrifying. And Americans should know, and, and the war room posse should know, the war college, their generals or our strategic level leaders just released a report saying that in a conventional fight, which is where the America is headed, we'll sustain 3,600 casualties a week and in two weeks a clip both Iraq and Afghanistan. And just released a report saying that the all-volunteer force is, is completely obsolete. So what does that mean going forward in a fight in Ukraine against a potential Russian horde and an asymmetric threat in the Middle East? It means that your son or daughter 
starter could be called up to fight at a moment's notice, drafted or conscripted into a force. If you got a Ukrainian flag in your bio, do you support the war that much that you're willing to send your own son and daughter to die? Probably, probably not. So it's time for Americans to wake up and, and see what's happening in this country. Because Yes, it is. And drafts are ridiculous. And I'm against a draft always. You only need a draft if it's a war that's it's not worth fighting for. Because if the people don't feel like they're they're having to fight for their own, like if you have to fight for your own survival, people will volunteer and go fight. You won't have to really do a draft. Because they're going to have to fight for their own survival. And if they don't think it's worth it, then they don't think it's worth it. And maybe their society collapsed because not enough people do think it's worth it. But I don't believe the government should ever force you because it's not fair to the people who are the voluntary uh, military. And then you're supposed to go into the battlefield with a person who was drafted who doesn't want to be there and never wanted to be there. And you have to trust that person with your life. And they probably go through training at a half the what the volunteer did. The volunteer wants someone who's all in and has got your back. If I was in the military and I volunteered, I would not want draft people being the people I have to rely on because they're not going to be reliable because they don't even want to be there. But they have to draft for wars like that because... Why are we really there? The American people aren't dumb. Is this worth dying for? And the American people would say, no, this isn't worth us dying for. Ukraine's not even our ally. That's another thing people always point out. You're against Ukraine. You don't mind that America supports Israel. Israel is an ally. U Ukraine is not our ally, never has been our ally. Israel, really, their security does affect our national security. What's happening in the Middle East is going to directly affect what's happening here, and you're going to see that. Whereas Russia having a land dispute of the borders and how far in they take the Ukraine or not has no effect on us, would not affect us whatsoever, and does not affect your security. Of course, they lied and said that you know, Putin was Hitler and he's going to want to come and conquer the world. Well, Putin will start fighting the whole world, not because that was his agenda, but because of NATO and America poking and poking him saying, we're taking you on, Putin. We're we're taking you on, Putin. So if Putin does fight, then they'll say, see, Putin, no, you antagonized and forced it. You escalated it when we were begging you to de-escalate it. Let me give you a little of Jack Posobiec, too. He was on with Steve Bannon, and he's talking about how they both were. The Islamists are at war with Christians around the world. That's what it's really about. This is outrageous. Also, his speech in front of, what, 500,000 to a million Turks in Constantinople last week was, uh, he said, this is the crescent versus the cross, right? I mean, he's throwing down hard. I don't know why people aren't talking about yeah, it. Yeah, well, okay, the last time the he the the last time the 500,000, the last time the 500,000 Turks rolled up, we came to a little thing. Let's talk about Vienna. You want to talk about Vienna? Let's go 1683. Let's talk about Lepanto. We can go down the list. We can go down the list every time the Turks tried to roll. We can go down and we'll smack them back every single time. And it's never going to win. I said this last, look, Steve, I said this last week. 
The church, the Christians, Western Christianity must remember Christendom. We must remember the word of Christendom and what that means. We are the Christian West. It was the Christian West that grew Western civilization into what it became when Western civilization became the absolute leader of the entire world, the most advanced civilization humanity has ever seen. And it is through Western uh, Christianity and the Christian West that the United States of America was born. And that's why Islam hates the United States and liberals hate the United States. And that's why, even though Islamists hate liberals with a passion, uh, trust me, the LGBT community has no place in Islam. But they will join together and act like they are best friends for the goal of getting rid of the Western world and Christian values. It's really amazing. And then let me give you Alex Jones and Infowars talking about the left is unleashed. You, you have to worry about the terrorists from Islam being unleashed. The left itself is being unleashed. None of the leftists are getting charged. They have a green light to murder us. They're attacking railways. They're attacking food production plants. They're attacking oil drilling rigs. They're attacking 18-wheeler drivers. They are just running around, burning things down and blowing things up and running police over. And this is just the start. This is the French Revolution times 10. This is the French Revolution to the 10th power. This is Satanism. This is New World Order. This is Katie Bar the Door. This is open devil worship, open pedophilia. This is going to be plunging currencies, exploding, massive, uh, massive inflation, massive wars, probably nuclear. I mean, it's just going to be all these evil people that think they can be evil and do all this. think They're destabilizing the world to bring in their control are bringing in something that's going to destroy them. And that's exactly right. They're going to their own destruction. But it's the West going to its own destruction and me and you. We live in the West and the Western world. We don't want to go to our own destruction. And I don't know how to prevent us from going to our own destruction. When you look at Washington, D.C., and it's controlled by all these morons that are going to destroy America and have been, they have an agenda to do it, and it's working. When they accomplish it, then they'll wake up and go, what What did we just do? They'll never wake up until it's done. And I'm afraid it's going to be done soon. So what do we do? I say get right with God. That's what I say. We, we stand strong, do everything you possibly can, but don't expect that America isn't going to get judged. Fight for what's right. Try to win elections, but don't expect to win because they're rigged. Do what's right, but don't expect court systems to be on your side because we have two-tier justice systems. But you just stay in the truth, and eventually you're going to say, God, you're the only one that can do it. Do something and get us out of here. I love you guys. See ya! peeps like and subscribe to my father's channel bye ow <laughs>
Hey guys, does it ever feel like you're not getting the full story from the media? <laughs> well, of course you're not, but does it feel like there are dark and sinister forces driving national events and global events? Oh yeah, and you might even want to go behind the deep state. Well, that's the show we have for you, Behind the Deep State. It's hosted by Alex Newman. You really have to check it out. Great in-depth stuff about what's going on with the deep state. Go to thenewamerican.com and check out Behind the Deep State.